This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Welcome. This is the fifth episode of Hawkside Guns Podcast. Uh, I am Sean, and with me, as always, is Bona. Hello. And uh, I have to start off this week. <laughs> it couldn't wait, could it? I, it I just have couldn't to, wait. I have to start off. <laughs> you know, with, uh, I we, knew it was going to come. I was ready for it, <laughs> you know. But but uh, it's true. It's true. It's true. We, we, uh, the, well, first of all, as, as we record uh, in the North Texas area, the NRA show is in town. And it is just a nightmare in downtown Dallas. So we just didn't do that. Um, that and we're, we're fairly new. We're starting out and all that kind of thing. So we do what we generally do when, when uh, there's a gun show in town. And we went to the gun show. We did. And, and believe it or not, we actually followed some of our own advice, <laughs> even without knowing it. <laughs> we both ended up bringing the shotgun to sell. That's true, uh, which was uh, it, it's normally we, we get yelled at because we brought another one home. It's like stray puppies. We, but, but it followed me home. Uh, this time, and, and we we started adding them up the other day, and and um, I wound up with in the last couple of years acquiring what was it ten 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 shotguns ten shotguns. Uh, now that may seem excessive. I don't think it's it's excessive. It's not excessive. It's just uh, I like collecting, and <sighs> and this week, uh, what was your number? Uh, uh yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> six. Yeah, okay, I was gonna at say. the time it was six. Uh huh. <laughs> And uh, didn't you pick up an extra rifle in that time, too? I, I actually picked up a rifle and a pistol, but well, we don't count that. That's not true. Oh, no, guns. the pistols don't count. No, pistols no, don't count because no, I picked no, up no. two. <laughs> uh, so, so those don't count. Um, but we did indeed. We we uh, we were at a ca- or uh, at a show at a cast. At a we cast. were at, at a, a boy, son. Just, yeah, just move getting, it right along. Get straight. That, <laughs> They're listening to a cast. We were at a show. Uh, so we showed up at the show, and I got there a little bit before Buana, and I showed up like a bird-fed cat. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You bring a gun? Yeah. I brought a gun, too. I'm like, oh, well, crap. I, I don't feel... I, we, we didn't really coordinate Yeah, we that, didn't coordinate that at all. We just kind of showed up at the same time because it's the it, it was the Louisville show, which is kind of between well, us. Well, tell them why you're selling this gun. Uh, well, the... the <laughs> What it's I, the one I fixed. That's why he's selling it. That's he not doesn't why trust I'm it. selling it. It's why he's selling it. He bought this I'm, gun. It had a God, nail in it for such, a pin. That okay? is actually true. It okay. did have a nail in it. It had a nail in it for a pin, so I put brass pins in it. Looked good with a gold trigger. It did look good. I'm not saying it didn't look good. And, and he I didn't, didn't say, trust it to I, shoot it. I didn't trust the gun. Yeah. Not because After of the I pins. fixed it, he didn't not, trust well, it. Well, technically, that's the timeline that happened. But that's not why I was... That's why he sold it. It's not... God, you are such a miserable old Bad. Oh yeah, you look just I, terrible, crestfallen. You look. Plus, you got more per what you paid for it than I got That's for what true. I paid for mine, which also <laughs> pissed me off. By the way, yeah, and somebody got it. Like, like I didn't even get in the show before oh, somebody God, bought that gun. Off awful, me. just awful. We showed up. We we pulled the guns out of the car. You know, uh, they were both pump. Uh, no, 
Uh, yeah, I had an. No, automatic. you had an automatic. I had a pump. So it was I, an old automatic. By yeah, way. I slid the uh, the slide back. You made sure that uh, everybody could see that. Uh, didn't put my hands on the trigger. So, and we walked up in line. It was uh, I don't know, maybe ten minutes, fifteen minutes yeah, before 15 the show minutes started. Before the show started, and because uh, we wanted our coupon, you guys know how we feel about that. You know, it's so. ten dollars free, and uh, we were standing there for I don't know. 15, 30 yeah, seconds. 15 seconds. 30, 30 seconds. 30 seconds in this old man. And I had made a sign. He didn't prepare anything. He just threw it in the <laughs> I car. I had made a sign. I made sure it fit in the barrel. I put the model <laughs> number on mine. All the stuff. We get that. We're sitting there for 30 seconds. I had just rested the butt of the gun on my foot. And in, and a guy who, who we see him all the time. Yeah, he's I, there multiple times. Almost, uh, almost at every show. Comes up and uh, I say, hey. Is that a high standard? I'm like, well, no, it's a J.C. Higgins from Sears, but they were made by, by high standard. By That's high who standard, made it. he uh, knew yeah. who, he knew exactly what he was looking at. Yeah, and uh, he's like, well, what do you want for it? I'm like, yeah, you know this amount. And uh, well, I, I never pay more than a hundred dollars for a pump shotgun, <laughs> which is great because I was figuring on getting seventy five or a hundred bucks for it, and uh, which uh, at the time I think I paid one thirty five. Uh, uh, no, one fifty five. Uh, no, one hundred. Yeah, one fifty five, even with the nail. No, no, yeah, yeah it wasn't that's what bad. it was. Yeah, oh yeah, Mister Perfect Memory. <sighs> You know, I'm retired. I have nothing to do but remember how you screw up. So oh, it was 155. It was not 155. Otherwise, he's going to claim he got almost more than he paid for it. All right. <laughs> it was not 155. So we were, we were instead of yeah, Mister, hey, carry my gun for me. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was I'm just so, shifting the signs. I'm so old, I can't carry my own gun through the that show. Was, that was after he had sold the the this little 20 gauge shotgun. It is true. It's the that 20 that little JC Higgins uh thing probably weighed six pounds, um, six and a half pounds at the outside. Uh, now Bona had a uh, Remington boat anchor, 1148 <laughs> with a 30 inch tube. Yeah, boat anchor. And uh, it was uh, it, it was old. It had an ugly stock on it. It was it was okay. Let's let's clean this up. This was the the Remington eleven forty eight. Ugly. <coughs> it was not. It was actually in competition with the Browning A five, the Humpback, one of the yeah, most. Yeah, look how well that turned out for it. One of the most notable <laughs> and recognizable <laughs> shotguns in the world is a Browning A five with its square back end, but it also was a recoil shotgun which meant that it wasn't gas-operated. It used the recoil from the round that you fire and threw the barrel back. To me, it, it the feels weird so when you shoot it. It had a, a large kick to it, and the barrel moved, which scares the P-Wadden out of some people. I don't but like the people it. people who recognize it go, oh, it's like an A5, just well, it's not really better. I was going to say, is the, the word better going to come out of your <laughs> no. mouth? No, no, it's You're going to suggest that that's better. Oh, no, yeah. it's not, especially <laughs> okay. not the ones that Email were built in sure. Belgium, but that's okay. <laughs> so anyway, it's a rather large. Ugly looking gun. Reasonably heavy, about nine and a little pounds shotgun. And uh, with the 30-inch tube, it kind of has some reach to it. Uh, a lot of people had it. Obviously, he had used it either for, uh, and we got it used, by the way. Yeah, we did. Uh, we we either had it. It was either for uh, uh, 
ducks and geese, uh, yeah. or it was for trap. We're we're not sure which one it was. As beat up as it was, but I'd it prefer... had some range to it. It did. It had a big old throat. Um, <laughs> it was uh, as beat up as it was. I would honestly think it was a field gun, like a duck gun or something like that, because it had a full choke. One would suggest it wasn't a trap gun. But, yeah, but I mean, it was, you know, you know, with a full choke in the thirty inch tube, you can stand back at a twenty seven yard line and and throw some shot out there. Uh, you well, yeah. If oh, we'll you talk about that, trap a little later, but, but but that's what. Yeah. So so mine sold before we got in the door. Um, mine didn't. <laughs> well, as a matter the, of fact, the people fair, in line enjoyed him telling me how ugly my gun was and why it didn't sell. Why I was in line. I, he had half the line looking at my shotgun. Still, nobody bought it. But uh, now, now it was all part of my plan. Is it too heavy for you? And he started off. We weren't even in the show. <laughs> That's true. Do you, do you need me to hold your gun for you? <laughs> Miserable children. So we uh, now. To be fair, neither one of us went home with the gun we we showed up with. And, and if you're going to go and try and sell a gun, now you will sell it at wholesale prices. You probably, unless you kept that gun for 10, 15 years, you're probably not going to sell it what you got it for. Um, however, if there's guns you don't like, don't want, or for some reason need to upgrade or something, this is a fantastic way to flip one. And I think we paid two, almost 200 bucks for the, for that gun. 200 and a little, two and two, a quarter? Two and change. Yeah, I, two I and a quarter, I think, is what something. I actually paid for for that gun. Sometimes we split them, so we buy a gun until we figure out who's going to keep it. Yeah, and somebody will trade off or, or whatever. And uh, I got the bolt action out of that deal, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, I love that. That's my carbine. Oh, good God. <laughs> he has a 20-gauge slug carbine. Yeah, I do. It's just, That's true. I have a I have an old Stevens uh, bolt-action 20-gauge. I fell in love with it. Drops uh, 20 foot at, like, what? Oh, would you stop it? It's yards, a beautiful you know, gun. You can hear the slug hit the ground. Blow, yeah, blow. yeah, four feet out of the barrel, right, Bona? Yeah. Well, no, it goes at least 35 yards. I'm, I'm pretty 35, sure. oh, with the slug ground. Yards, yeah. yeah, sure. Where that 30-30, you know, goes It'll, right on site at, at 100 yards. I can't see past that anyway. So, you know, so I couldn't see me. that far. Yeah, uh-huh. 30-30. Yeah, yeah, well, look, you're 30 We'll talk 30. about that later, too. Yeah, That's we'll a, talk about that later. the thing. So if you if you're going to sell a shotgun, yeah, if we, and you're going to go to a show, it's it's not going to drag you in a lot of money, but it will clear up a little space and give you a little cash, and you'll get a little cash for it. And uh, we walked through, I don't know, about a third to a half of the show quickly, um, yeah, which was don't, bonus don't, plan. Don't dilly dally. Either no. sell it or look for guns, but don't yeah. do try and do both at the same uh, time. You're not going to be comfortable. Our plan was to walk through the show quickly, and then if which he didn't, didn't have to do because he sold it before he got in the show. <laughs> So I didn't make a sign, man. It's just I, I, I didn't buy make a sign. more. That's why you did. That's right. What I buy a, more desirable bunch, guns. Uh, <laughs> more more desi- I have a it better eye great than you. only because I put the brass pins in it, so it had brass. Well, gold it looked great accents. standing next to your shotgun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we uh, we got about I don't know about a third or, or halfway through. Yeah, the, not the quite half. Of, it of was Lewisville. more than a third, but not quite half. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, and Louisville's the smallest show we go to, so we we spent I don't know what about twenty minutes 
walking up and down? Oh, it wasn't even that much. It was I, about it could 15 have been. minutes. Yeah. And, and if it had a modified choke, we'd have got rid of it earlier. Yeah. But it didn't. Uh, you know, so we found something. With a 30 inch barrel and a full choke, you know. They're I mean, like, mm, really prefer mm, this was modified. Modified, <laughs> you know, because you could use it for anything then. You right. You could use it for skeet. You could use it for trap. You could use it you for duck with or, it, or but, whatever. Yeah. But with a full uh, choke, you know, it kind of. It limits your options there. Well, it doesn't really kind limit of, it, but you do have to let it get a little farther out. <laughs> That's it. I mean, we might do geese with this. That's about it. Uh, so, and and it did sell, and we both had money uh, at that point, and we started the show over. So we went back to the, and we normally go from one end and then uh, loop back and snake back around to uh, to do the rest of the show. So it was a lot of fun. We did not wind up coming home. I would have, but we did not wind up coming home with another gun to replace those. We had a crack in the stock right oh, right God, by the wrist. just killed me. A little right by the field. throat or the wrist of the gun, whatever, where, where your hand grabs just behind yeah, the receiver. Kind of the it, neck. It of the cra- the yeah. neck, yeah, whatever and, you wish to call it. And, uh, God, it just killed me. It had a little Hatfield folding uh, single shot. I fell in love with it. I thought it was gorgeous. I love the lines of it. It felt great. It had this big, giant rib on top of it. It was just gorgeous. And had a cra- it was cracked in the neck. And um, we've not had good luck with, with guns that are cracked in the neck. So, um, especially there. And it was deep all the way through. So, I didn't wind up picking it up. It was like $150. Um, now, I will say this. If anybody has one of those... <laughs> Let, Let me us know. know. Yeah, it's Sean S E A N at com. because he will steal money from me. To buy I it. will buy it from you, okay? Because <laughs> um, I don't have one of those, you know. Because I like to have, except lever actions. I'm not really a big fan of lever actions. They they tend to the lever's kind of busy uh, when you. Which when is you how I got the thirty thirty and didn't have to sell it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. an, that's for another show. Yeah, that's for another show. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's so uh, we walked show wound up with coming or coming out of there with more money than we we came with. Spent uh, our coupons. Spent our coupons. Uh, got some some uh, beautiful uh, gun mats, which I I love. Uh, I. I been in love with the i got a gun mat uh, what time before do you know what d- did you tell him what a gun mat was it's really just a thin mouse pad that's true that that's uh, oversized. oversized yeah one to either fit a full shotgun or or fit a pistol right it allows you to uh to not scratch it up and and uh Sometimes uh, with with uh, things like Glocks and and SIGs, you want to pound on it lightly with a a pin remover, you know. So you're using a small hammer and a pin, and it gives you something to rest it on without scuffing it. That's that's really uh, all it is. But these have diagrams of the weapons on them. Right. So uh, I got an 870, and then I've got a uh, early American uh, uh, join or die thing, uh, which I, I got thought the Glock. was. Uh, yeah, and you've got a Glock. That's right. And uh, so I I love them because you can. Uh, I do a lot of refinishing, and uh, sometimes and and then anything I do for him, he sells. Oh my God! Let it. Are you, you ready to that, get to the show? Finally, you gotta let that go. Uh, are you ready? We are about ready to start the show, y'all. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, gun mats. You should check them out. Uh, also, I need a magnetic bowl. Um, that's you that's, don't need a magnetic, need a magnetic bowl. bowl. What you bowl. need is some some discipline. Yes, a magnetic bowl. That's yeah, my discipline. A bowl will work just fine. Magnetic bowls are cooler. You don't need to magnetize a pin and put it back in a weapon. Oh, no. Magnetic bowls are good. You just yeah, put the thing there. That's <laughs> we'll let that go for another show. Sean's yeah, that'll be mistaken. I'll help you type. Uh, 
podcast. Yes. Guess uh-huh. what you could do? Yeah, well, I'll clean it up for you. Yeah, you're going to clean it up. Yeah. You betcha. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about your finish work later. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not Archie. Not Archie. Okay, I did pay to send him to art school. My horses look like stick horses. You can see all four legs. That's about it. <laughs> that's, that's very okay. true. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, if you want to start lobbing grenades over no, here. No, no, no. Get to the show. Get to the show. <laughs> so a couple years ago, uh, we decided, uh, in fact, oh, how it, it, polite. Was, it was what, what he's, t- <laughs> he's avoiding telling you how it really happened. Uh, <laughs> as a young man, I was absolutely atrocious with a shotgun. We'll just say shitty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my my father, friends in the military that I had, old men in the military I had, all tried to teach me to shoot, basically skeet. Uh, my father worked at, at early in my life worked at Olin Matheson, uh, which is Winchester, by the way, a division of Winchester. They obviously uh, had skeet ranges and trap ranges. I was taken there as a young child, loved it, the smell, the noise, everything. And as I grew up, he decided to try and teach me to shoot a shotgun. His advice was less helpful than perhaps it could have been. (laughs) Paint with your shotgun, Michael. Paint, which meant that basically I stopped when I shot, uh, which is not a good thing to do. That's rifling with your shotgun. I I do all the wrong things. We've got a whole cast on that, too. But I was looking down the barrel using the bead as a sight. I'd stop. I yanked the trigger. Nothing moved. Regardless, I I could not shoot. Then when I got in the military, you know, I was obviously good with a pistol and a rifle, so they didn't figure I'd had any problem with the shotgun. And they, they were, were wrong, wrong. <laughs> truly, truly wrong, which which upset a couple of them. So they decided that they could help me. That didn't work out either. It seemed that I had the same tendencies that I had as a younger man. Huh. And, uh, yeah, kind of consistent. Anyway, uh, I got to the point where I retired, and it really pissed me off that uh, I was I was retired, and I still couldn't shoot a shotgun. And I only had one in the house, and I cut it off because it was useless with a barrel. So, I mean, we cut it to, like, 18 and a half inches and said, there, it's a home gun. It's a home defense gun. <clears throat> so... And never used it, but that's Beautiful right. little Winchester 1200, 12-gauge. Yeah, but regardless. Um, so one day I just got a... You have a little bit more time when you're retired, and I had seen some videos, and I said, you know what? I wonder if I could talk either one of my children into shooting shotguns with me. And as it turned out, I could. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and And... Not the one you thought it was going to be, though, was it? No, it wasn't. But <laughs> but uh, Mr. Mister Rifle has the same tendencies that I had as oh, a young man. man, too. Well, from my end, um, I am. I will be gracious and say I've never been anything better than adequate with a rifle. Um, I can more or less put it where I want it to go most of the time. Uh his brother, however, can hit a bottle cap at oh, about a hundred yards. With God, a that kid! I mean, he's shooting aspirin. He's shooting soap bars. He's sh- I mean, just he's just it's dep- iron sighted. By the way, it's just depressing. And, oh, you give him a scope and it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's what like what part do you want me to hit? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's bad. Maybe I should shoot a smiley face in it, and that would make you happy. Just. I'm, I'm going to shoot him. I did one day. Yeah, he, he did. shot a face in it. He shot a face in it. Do you want to keep that one? Is, is, you could tell mom you did it. 
Oh, he's just miserable. Um, and with a pistol, Vaughna is excellent. Uh, it always has been, which is damn depressing. Because uh, I thought, you know, when we started doing pistols, this is going to be my thing. I got this. I don't got this. Um, I'm. <laughs> he did try. He's better with a pistol than he is with a rifle. I, I am better with a pistol. I'm. I'm okay. I'm not adequate. I'm okay with a pistol. I, it's. It's okay, especially if you keep it under like a, a 357 is really kind of the biggest I'm comfortable really handling with any kind of accuracy. Um, I prefer a 38 special, but. Um, so when and and we've shot archery uh, out at my dad's place for all three of us. Yeah, all three of us since I could hold the bow. Basically, um, I mean, we moved out to uh, your current place when I was thirteen. Yeah, about and uh, got a couple acres out there. So so we shot archery and and let's be kind again and say it's not my forte. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's it's Sean, Sean hates one phrase and one phrase only. Hold, Hold the, the bow, bow still. <laughs> he he uh, he has a. It would be great if we shot moving targets with archery, but to do that, I insist on him at least being able to hit a stable one. Well, if you're going to tie my hands, then yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, it's just, it, <laughs> it, it just doesn't work out. So archery was never my thing. So, so I love. He still enjoys it. I, you know, I love firearms. I love archery. I love all those kind of things. But it was when we really got. I love uh, altering, refinishing, making them, all those kinds of things, working on them. Uh, but the shooting after a very short time was never my favorite. Uh, so when my. Uh, my father suggested that sat in my living room and said, hey, uh, we had an opportunity for a beautiful place to shoot uh, out at a, a friend's ranch, which we are always looking for. You can use um, his first name, can't we? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Clint, I would like to thank you, by the way. <laughs> you you enabled all of this, by the way. Oh, it was, it was a beautiful if thing. If you're listening, Clint, and, or uh, at least Sean will tell you oh, yeah, to I'll listen to this part I'll by time him. so you don't have to listen to the rest of it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he hears me ramble on all the time, so it's not a, it's nothing new for him. But uh, it was gorgeous. You put it on the website, didn't you? The yeah. Picture where we yeah. It is my. There's favorite several shot. places on the property that we enjoy shooting. This one turned out to be the one he's got on the website now. Yeah. Uh, turns out to be probably my favorite anyway. Uh, that and the, the creek in the back. I yeah. love both of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, my shoulders drop. I just relax like crazy when we go out. Oh, there. It's, it's just very relaxing. Just gorgeous. And uh, it was, we arrived and we're just like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Any, anyway, son, you're drifting. Um, go back, go back to. That's what I do. You know, there's <coughs> ramblers. That's, that's why I'm here. I understand. Yeah, yeah that's why you're here. Uh, I can <laughs> fix it in editing later. Don't worry about it. I look forward to it. <laughs> It's not working. Is this like Windows? What does that do? <laughs> paint with the mouse. <clears throat> paint, paint with the mouse. Oh, yeah. good, good advice. Thank you, thank you, son. That one hurt. Actually, that's that's very hurtful. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure very it is. sensitive. Yeah, you look sensitive. Uh, so when he suggested that we should go try shotguns, uh, I was not super enthused, but a couple of things worked in his favor. Actually, one is I used to go out with a friend of mine, Gary, who uh, who owns some land out, out and everything. He's he's uh, passed now. But um, we we used to do squirrels and uh, and stuff like that and snakes because none of us like snakes. Uh, we'll the go only into thing that. Sean will shoot. I will shoot a snake. you damn right I will. Um, there's, I don't do snakes. Uh, but we, uh, we used to go squirrel hunting, and I had a little 410 pump. 
and I loved it. I love squirrel hunting. We just go out, we'll kick around, and it didn't matter if we we found any squirrels. We go and do that. So I missed it. I had sold that that four ten uh, when the girls were born because uh, I thought, you know, mistakenly, uh, at least in my part, I thought you had to sell your guns. When that you had that kids. happens to a lot of people. I did it too. It happens. And, Probably uh, some of you have done the same thing. You had, you know, a twenty two that you grew up with, a shotgun and a pistol, and you had a baby and you kept one. Uh, yeah. Or none, for for that matter. But anyway, we decided that we would we would get, go. Neither and, one of us had a shotgun that we could shoot. Yeah, we didn't have anything to shoot. We had this beautiful place to do it. And uh, like you said, Bono was looking to to start to fix and remedy the the shotgun situation. So we what decided that, what that meant was I wasn't going to die before I hit a clay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so so we decided. Okay, you know what. We'll go get a shotgun. Each of us will get a shotgun, and we'll go out there and, and do that. And that was our first kind of foray. I think it was at the uh, Mesquite or Fort Worth show. I can't remember which one. It was Mesquite. I believe it was Mesquite. It was, was it Fort Worth? Uh-uh. Because no, I got, I got the, the, yeah, the, the Winchester at the Yeah, at we the got the big, yeah. big town. It had to be, it had to be uh, Mesquite. And uh, uh, Bona has uh, had had gotten a... Mossberg. Mossberg. Yeah, you had a Mossy 500. In fact, a Mossy 500 that I, I traded from you. That uh, now looks much better than oh, when I had it. Gorgeous now. As soon as he got it, he fixed it. He wouldn't touch it when I had it. Yes, that's all right. fixed I, I, is I the correct any, word, by the way. I don't say anything. You yeah, know, I, suffer I, in I, silence. Yeah, I we do. know. I really do. <laughs> it's gorgeous now. Um, it really is. That's uh, Yeah, I'll post. Uh, I don't think that one's on the site yet, but no, I'll, I'll, not. I'll post that one up on the, uh, the the gun rescue. I didn't rescue it from looking mundane, but that was about the only rescuing it had. Bona doesn't buy decrepit firearms. He only buys very, very clean ones. Um, ugly, but clean. Um, so there's. A <laughs> it, it just wasn't that bad. It and was I got horrid. more than he got for his high standard lookalike Sears gun, but that's all right. Yeah, that's because. And how much did you? Uh, well, well, we won't go into the yeah, finances. We won't go into the finances. That'll <laughs> work out bad. For I, you. I was going to say I won't win, and, and I really don't wish to discuss it. Go back to go back to shooting. So, so we decided we'd go get a gun, and uh, Buana was very sure that I was going to uh, that I needed an eight seventy. Now he was correct. Uh, by the way, and but the one I fell in love with was the uh, the twenty gauge, and I got it because it was a twenty because the Remington we had at that or that we saw at that show was a twelve gauge, which is of course, a, you know, a, a twelve gauge pump standard. I mean, it's it's the one other of than, the two shotguns yeah, that you have if you, if you start out with um, just a pump. Right. So the Mossy five hundred is the other one, and uh, he was just sure I wanted the the eight seventy and twelve. Now I wound up with a Winchester and twenty, the Winchester twelve hundred, and um, it was a very nice gun. There's still nothing wrong with it. And it was the first. It was the gun he busted his first clay with. That is very true. We'll talk about that in a minute too. Uh, but uh, so I wound up with that, and I fell in love with twenty gauges. Uh, I love the way they they feel. I love the way that they're a little lighter. You can swing them a little faster. At least I can swing them a little faster. Uh, there's there's just not as much kick. You wear a vest. It's great. Um, he got the Mossy 12. So we decided we would go out the next week or week after or when the weather cleared. I can't remember what. But we would go out to this ranch, uh, Clint's Ranch, and go shoot. And neither of us at that time knew how to hit a clay. Uh, we... 
we couldn't i mean i'd hit rabbits before but i mean there's a difference between a rabbit that's 15 feet from you on the ground and bouncing a little bit with a 410 with bird shot in it uh and a clay that could come any number of places that's moving a little quicker and is is flying so we decided we'd learn how to do this and we wound up watching, I think it was Gil Ash, wasn't it? It was Gil Ash. Gil Ash of the OSP Shooting School down in Florida. And and we both prepared on, on Gil Ash. I think Bona found him first. I found him, and I loved him because it was instinctual shooting. And uh, that's, that's what got me from looking down a barrel. So that's where I started. And uh, I hit, I think, the second clay we threw. Yep. And uh, you hit the fourth clay that uh, we threw was, for you yeah it was a couple i was but, i was behind you know he he learns that way and it wasn't artistic so it took it a little while well once i figured out what it was like um and what it, it actually you know what you should be doing and all that kind of thing it is very instinctual uh which honestly is is a little bit more aligned with how i shoot and how i think anyway i'm much more a grip it and rip it type of person rather than the technical uh, technical follow the method and steps like, uh, for instance, my brother is my very, my brother's very analytical when he shoots. It's like watching a machine shoot. He's very accurate and very on target and very, uh, very precise. Unless he's shooting a shotgun and then he shot it like I did as a young man. Oh man. It was, it was actually, I'm, uh, it yeah. was frustrating for him. And, and I know that cause it was sure frustrating for me. Uh, I just kept thinking, you know, this must be what he felt like most of my adult life and my childhood life. Like, I don't understand why he can't hit this, you know, and which he's never actually said to me. He's, uh, he's always been, I mean, gracious. he messes with us, but he's, he's always been very gracious yeah, that, that not he tries to mess to help. with each other as a family. No, we would never do such we a thing. Never do that. Blood monopoly, you know, <laughs> things like that. It's, it's okay. We have been known to start fist fights on monopoly. It's true. <laughs> or at least a solid wrestling a match. A touch competitive is, is where we'll leave it. Slightly competitive. Uh, so we, we went out the first time and with, with Gil's advice, which was you should be able to do this with any shotgun you should be able to hit any clay coming out of any direction and, and all that kind of stuff now of course you're weak in some areas and better in others but for all intents and purposes that's true you can hit very well and you can hit with any gun like when we go uh after after a while after i guess the first or second trip we would pack the car full of shotguns uh and it doesn't matter we switch between guns Every time, 20s, every other time. Twelves, autos, pumps, doubles, breakovers, it doesn't matter. The over and unders, it really doesn't matter. If you're on and you understand what how to lead and how to move your gun at the same speed as the clay, you can hit with anything, even a four ten. Which frustrated off, my brother. Yeah, because yeah. that's what he had at that <laughs> time. And we, I mean, we gave him 12s and 20s, and he just was not. He, he brought went, a 410 and, and wanted to use a 410. And he never hit with it, and both of us borrowed it. And God, first or second shot. Uh, it it just, was it was bad. We put it up, actually, to, yeah, to keep from hurting his feelings. Anymore. Oh, man, he turned purple. Uh, there was. <laughs> um, and He did hit eventually, by the way, with a 20. Yes, okay? he did. He did hit. With so, Remy, yeah. Scott, we didn't forget that you hit. It's not like you didn't. He did. He gave, we gave him my favorite gun, uh, which turned out uh, after a couple times we went, uh, we followed Gil's advice, 
And uh, at least for right now, you can look on Gills YouTube. Gills and his father advice. It is an 870. Uh, it, it is. That's true. That is true. It is. Um, which we'll tell you how I got that in a second. But um, oh. <laughs> there's, uh, well, when I'm on the mode for deals, I find them. But there's, uh, there's a couple videos online uh, on YouTube that are still, at least as the time of this, this cast was recorded, um, you can still find them on YouTube. It's Gil Ash, and it is some of the best ins- instinctual shooting advice for shotguns, at least, that I've seen. And we have looked. Uh, so, for all intents and purposes, Gil Ash taught me how to shoot a shotgun. Oh, yeah, take me out of the picture. And, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, that was the general idea. You know? <laughs> uh, but there's, I had uh, to throw really slow. Just barely in the air. Uh huh. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to. Well, you know, this is a fantastic time to talk about how uh, what my percentage is versus uh, yours. I, we were we really go to going. that. He shoots. He ties the 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 clay onto a string and suspends it from a tree, and claims it moves because it blows in the wind. We don't. We don't. Is, is that, but he you counts know, those. You know. Here's here's what he we're gonna do. Counts those just to next add to time, his score. Next time we're out, uh, we're gonna take some video. And, oh uh, no 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 no! And no. we're gonna see who's who's tying things to trees and who's a little bit more he, accurate. I, I stop it. it when he gets into the high teens. We stop, okay? Because because <laughs> I I have I can get to the high teens, but probably not much farther than that before I miss. So. Uh, well, we uh, we enjoy the hell out of it, and we really do. Um, it is the first type of of shooting that I can do well. It's actually a freestyle shooting. Maybe we ought to clean some of this up because we're not going to a skeet range or a trap range. That's so true. Let's let's cover some of that. The the way the method we like to shoot is is a little bit different. We do use a, a thrower, a very nice thrower that uh, that Bona found. I cannot remember who makes it, um, but it's it's not mechanized do, or anything. Do like it that. outdoors. They have a website as well. Is it? Yeah. And uh, the, it's a beautiful uh, thrower. Uh, we have never regretted. Uh, lugging it along it's a little heavy but it needs to be because it it throws very very well it's adjust it's fully adjustable do all outdoors i think is what it do is. all outdoors okay um that's the website do all outdoors.com and they i i would actually endorse them um for for this thrower we've never noticed he didn't with it. say that we have three throwers we have a hand thrower we have a thrower that we bought first that wasn't good, and then we have this thrower. You could ask him how many he purchased, but that's part of his I have more guns than you do program. He doesn't seem to buy throwers or clays. I buy guns. <laughs> he buys guns and special rounds. We'll talk about that. Well, that we don't need to talk about three that. Three and a half pounds worth of shot in That's him, not know, true. Puts up a wall of bird shot. Oh, please. Just just, just excuses, excuses but that's how is, I outshoot it you. It is a freestyle shoot, okay? Okay, so it's it's done with a a thrower. We have a hand thrower uh, that that we use for for some unique stuff, and we have this uh, this mechanized thrower that is a spring thrower. Uh, we love them both, uh, but they are not skeet and they are not trap, uh, and they are not what they call a sporting clay. So. Uh, sporting clays are where uh, basically they put multiple throwers in behind uh, and within a, a, a glade or a, 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 I guess what would you call it a meadow with trees behind it yeah. and things like that yeah. uh, where they shoot you know multiple pairs and you have a station and then you walk from there to another station you're actually in the woods uh, skeet of course is is shot in a semicircle an eight 
point semicircle. Uh, trap is is more along the lines of a little further out, so you shoot behind the thrower this time, as opposed to a tower or or uh, in a glade or anything, and then you have uh, you progress to different distances from from 16 yards behind the thrower to about 27. So um, they're all different. I think for us, uh, just getting started, we found that things, and we've tried all of it. Uh, we we found that skeet and and trap uh were perhaps a little regimented for us for our style uh since we enjoy uh, uh making fun of each other which we'll talk about in a minute because uh, uh i've been known to do that <clears throat> and uh they, they're just a little more regimented and, and people occasionally take them very very seriously uh and and uh, not that you can't have fun at them uh, but indeed, it is. Uh, it costs a little bit more. Uh, it's a little more regimented, and uh, we just gravitated to the sporting clays and the freestyle. Yeah, it's uh, and it was our thrower will throw two. It'll throw doubles. It'll throw a single, and uh, we just started doing that. We started off with singles pretty much, and uh, just so we. But it got to the point where we really didn't miss a whole lot, and that took a couple times. Uh, of going out and spending a couple hours in the morning. We'd bring a soldier or two with us and then um, spend the morning learning how to shoot. And uh, about, I don't know, three times, maybe four times in uh, trips out to, to Clint's Ranch, we got comfortable enough that we really weren't missing uh, once or once in a while. But that was in it, just huge cackles of laughter from the other one when you did. And, uh, you know, we're both, uh, I'm a now middle-aged man. You're older than that. So we just start <laughs> suggesting, we start suggesting. <laughs> he cleaned see? that up for the cast, by the way. That's not how he oh. refers to me, but that's all right. <laughs> Do you have your teeth in, Paul? Yeah. So there's uh could you even see that? Did you, do you need, like, did well, you bring your glasses? He's done nasty things, you know. He started off and, and it, we ended up playing some games with it, but. Uh, he he got a little got a little nasty one day, and this thrower makes this this uh, this thrower makes a little bit of noise when it goes off. It's just a recognizable uh, mechanical toss. So he was teasing me one day because he was throwing them kind of high and kind of fast, and he had adjusted it kind of quick, and uh, he popped it. He released the thrower without a clay in it. And then he just started asking, "Did uh, did you not see that?" It, what's funny is right after that, <laughs> you ever you ever not you ever pretended to throw a ball for your dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. You're just search for a good five seconds or a good five count. You're where 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 well, didn't didn't you see it? It was right. It was right there. I just, and it took him Asshole. a little bit. <laughs> That's what he was. <laughs> it took him a little while. Um, the next I one. I didn't shoot, by the way. Just, no, just, he didn't. Uh, for, for those of you going, well, did you pull at the air? No, uh, I didn't. I nearly fell off my bucket. It was. <laughs> the bucket is an orange bucket. He's got a picture of, of where he did it. We shoot over water, which is really great because uh, the ponds, a lot of the man-made ponds in Texas have clay bottoms. So when you shoot clays, not only the dissolve, but the pieces that don't dissolve fully just add to the clay bottom of the, the pond, which is why Clint doesn't mind it. Fish lay so eggs much. in it and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's actually pretty good for the environment. So 
uh, or at least for the fish, which is what all he cared about was the stock pond stuff. Um, so, uh, another time I, I kind of tip it, you can take it and it'll function in fire. If you tip it off your foot and just kind of cantilever it down. So not, that, not what the manufacturer recommends, not what the manufacturer but, recommends, but uh, you can just clean it up for, you for can those certainly people, do that. Okay? Um, but you can load it and, and move it around a little bit. So he decided he'd throw the next one. Um, not right in front of my knees, but let's just say low 10 yards quick. in front of me, low and Coming off. across, yeah. Coming across. It was a crosser, not not a quarter. What pissed me off is he hit it. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was not cool. I'm like, well, that didn't work. But if you get him high and right, you got a shot. Yeah, right? well, it's an old it's an old rib injury, that it's, <laughs> but we won't go into that. Uh, but uh, and I'm almost the reverse from that. I do all the high right ones, but you get one left coming left and low across my knees, and I'll I'll you I, might as well throw a rock. Yeah, at it. he can't hit it. I'm not gonna do that. So so we take him to the rabbit courses. What we do? <laughs> what we do to clays? I love the rabbit, you know, because I know I'm gonna get a point. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, we didn't get a whole lot of rabbits when I used to hunt squirrels and stuff like that with it. But anyway, um, it was uh, it, it's a lot of fun. So we started doing that kind of thing, just messing around. And then we started doing more complex things and uh, stuff like uh, one of the harder, harder shots to do is the trap is behind you. In our case, it was behind you and elevated about 10 feet. And uh, we called it uh, no look, no call. Right. So uh, you're sitting there with your gun unmounted. Facing away from the trap. Facing away from the trap, about 10 feet down and in front of it, probably about 25, 30 feet. And yeah, I guess about that. Yeah, about yeah, that. 10 and, yards, 10, 15 yards. And you let one loose, you know, the, the without hitting the person in front of you. Yep. And, which uh, has never happened. You never did that. Nope. Uh, so we're we you let one off and you just wait for it to come over your head. And you have no idea whether it's coming center, left, right. Nothing. Curling, going almost in front of you or just straight up. You got no idea. By the time you mount the gun, get your bead and figure out what's going on. There are about half the time it's already headed on the way down. So it's a it's a fantastic thing to do. We love we love doing that one. Um, no calls are, are excellent too. Just yep, whenever you're ready, I don't care. You know. So uh, we also shoot, and this is different than some of the trap and skeet guys. We shoot unmounted, which means that you you st- you call pull when the the shotgun is not to your shoulder uh so uh you have Again, to mount Gil, that's a little different gill che- gill does teach that and and a consistent mount or at least what he calls a consistent mount is really critical to uh to shooting so there's more than one video there but yeah um yeah you need a good cheek weld so we do a good, a, yeah. we do a no call so uh then that really practices uh that and about that time, we were we were doing pretty good at those. We started doing doubles, um, but that burns through clays, which he didn't buy in the first place. I bought clays last time. Uh, yeah, um, that's what he says every time. <laughs> didn't didn't I buy last time? I think I bought clays last. In fact, that's the motto of our shooting club. I bought yes. clays last time. Yes, we we do have t-shirts. <laughs> that's Scott not even... won't wear his. <laughs> he doesn't buy clays because he, doesn't... he doesn't, doesn't hit them. He says mine never bust, so you yeah. take them and collect them. <laughs> I have those impenetrable clays. It's not fun. Scott so, does have a sense of humor too. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we decided that uh, we would start because essentially we're cheap, 
and and we we didn't want to burn through clays as much as we had plenty. And this I think it came from this time out. We had more rounds than we did clays. We only brought one box of clays with us, and sometimes we'll go through one and a half. One time we went through two boxes. Um, He's talking to clays of clays, and uh, this time we we had. Uh, for whatever reason, we had less clays than we did rounds. I had, you know, ammo cans. He had a bucket full of, of 12. We had just packs and packs and stacks of, of 12 and 20 gauge shells. So we, we so played we, what I called piece parts. Piece parts. And piece parts is uh, one clay. And what you try and do is not obliterate it, which is a little harder with a 12 gauge, uh, which is what Bona normally uh, picks up. And uh, you try and kind of wing it, but break it. And then as they're falling, pick one of the big pieces and shoot the big piece before it hits the ground. So you're actually expending two shells for one clay. So not to quote Gil, but if I recall, um, a raising target is two to three times harder to hit than a quartering or a crossing target. And a falling target is five times harder to hit. So you've got the largest piece of clay you can get your eyes to focus on, and it's falling. And we're shooting with pump shotguns. <laughs> Both of us. Uh, now, when we have friends, I, I've gone out several times with friends and done this, and normally they don't want to go out with me again. Um well, when we play these games, if they're if yeah. they're shooting skeet or trap, they'll, yeah, that's, they, they, that's fine. fine, you know, because we're really just barely adequate with that. We can keep up, but you take them out there and you get them over to pond and you start playing uh, no calls and and uh, no looks and no mounts, yeah, no mounts and stuff. piece parts and and uh, they, they go uh, games a little uh, different. I'm then. going home. <laughs> I, I I I used to like you guys. You people I, are crazy, home. yeah. Um, so and it's not that it's actually that difficult. It's just that we enjoy it a great deal and again we're cheap and uh, we laugh at each other oh we just laugh the whole time it is so fun it is it is probably in my opinion one of the two or three best things you could do with your clothes on um but there is there is no end to uh to how much fun it is well, well let's just say if you're a touch competitive you can get a little not excited but you can get your focus can drift a little bit. I've tried to shoot doubles with <laughs> one shot shell. Oh, which you she get, enjoys. You get so excited. Click. Damn it! <laughs> See, I've I've uh, I've I've uh, fired at a clay with the safety on. Yep. Yep. Um, all both of us have done all this stuff too. Uh, I've I've uh, fired with uh, no shell in the chamber. Yep. Uh, all of which he almost falls off the bucket, which is what he sits on when he's running the throw. He just has a ball. And, and it's well because you're you're so concentrated on okay, I gotta hit it, I gotta pump, and I gotta find a piece and then hit that one. And you're running that through the head, and what you should be running through your head is, do I have a shell in the gun? Do I have more than two shells or more than one shell in the gun? You know, um, so it's it's. It's wildly fun. Uh, we enjoy the just just enjoy the heck out of it. There's no end to the. Uh, you notice he didn't pick up where I left off. He didn't say I've done that too. I did he too. Didn't say, I said, "Well, yeah, he doing didn't that. say that." You know, but I'll say it for him. I've done. He's it. done that oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. My big one is leaving the safety on. Yeah, you know? I love that part. 
It doesn't even go click. Yeah, it's just And nothing. then he tries to jack a new shell in it. That's fun, too. He just <laughs> can't out, get on that thing. Out comes the for perfectly fine shell, and yeah. I've loaded it up. <laughs> I just stare at it at the ground. You know, like, oh, damn it. Um, or I'll have borrowed um, sometimes, uh, and we'll get to, to shot types in a second, but um, sometimes I'll borrow Buana's. Now, he sometimes, when he's uh, in a good like I have money mood, he'll buy herders, which those twelve gauge shells are green. I can't see green, y'all. I am green colorblind. I've tried to buy green clay oh, just many, many times. I can't get them. Oh. You may be able to special order them, but I, I one of these days he's going to show up with a can with a box of rattle canned green clays. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I can't see it. Uh, he can see gray. That's yeah, he gray they look is, gray to him. They okay. look gray. So if you put a green herder shell in the middle of the grass, chances are I can't find it. And w- one of our big things uh, so that people will let us shoot at their ranches uh, is we pick up our brass. So he'll hand me, and it's a slow play. So he'll hand me all the herders. And, oh, yeah, you know, these shells. Oh, thanks, Bonnet. You know, I don't have to use my own shells. You know, it doesn't even occur to me at the time. You know, I put them in the vest pocket. Uh, it doesn't even occur to me he screwed me, because when they come out of the gun, uh, the pump shotgun, I he can't find. I'm them. walking around going, oh, son, son of I a... can't shoot till you pick up your brass. What, you pick up what, your do, brass? what are you doing over what there? Do you, do you, do you just need to take a leak? Okay, just find a tree and go take a leak. All right. <laughs> oh, and, and it was bad when we had my brother out there with him too. He looks lost, Bona. <laughs> no, son, he's just wandering around. It's in to a your circle. left. You know, he can't see. He's 50 feet away. He can't see. Yeah. So, um, so there's all kinds of stuff you can play. One of my favorite things, and this is something that uh, when, in, when strategy comes into play, um, my father is about 24, 25 years older than I am. And one of the things I use is I don't bust out the really nasty stuff and start talking a whole bunch of crap until he's tired. <laughs> and I'm he's, uh, he's uh, fairly strategically <laughs> clever that way. Uh, there's uh, and one of the things that I do and one of the things that I found is as a 40 year old man myself, a 12 gauge shotgun for four hours rotating on and off for three shots or six shots or whatever it is. We'll tire you out. I don't care who you are. I had to get a vest with a pad in it. Okay? Yeah, I did too. You know, um, you shoot for several hours, uh, even even, and I got a little more weight. Had a little more weight in my shoulder than than he did as a young man. Uh, but well, still. that's a polite way. I was a stick um, as a young man. I'm filled out now, but it's not. It wasn't good. But oh, well, we could go the other way and suggest that I carry a lot more weight than <laughs> I used to, which is also true. I graduated at 180 pounds, and I weigh 180 pounds today. It just looks different. <laughs> it's just shifted a little. Um, but uh, yeah, one of the things perhaps. I'll do is I'll, I'll I'll shoot a 20 with a vest and a padded shoulder, and that doesn't tire you out near as much as a 12. Uh, just and the types of rounds that we're shooting, it's not like we're shooting turkey load or something like that with a lot of black powder in it. It is, it's all mostly super target stuff. Seven um, very, and a halfs are about as big as we go out there. Normally, I shoot an eight because it's cheaper, and he special orders nines because he doesn't buy any clays. Yes, the nines are awesome. Um, now, when you really start getting down to it, um, shotguns, especially at the ranges and the speeds that we're shooting. Uh, if you get, uh, you can definitely compensate for one gun or the other with load, 
uh, because they make a multitude of both 12 and 20 gauge rounds and shells for for different speeds, different sizes of shot. That's the eights versus the nine, the sizes of the pellets. And what I would do, and I didn't tell him the first time, which was really rather mean, but um, he shows up, and of course, as we've mentioned, Buona goes to Walmart and picks up the cheapest shells he can load, through, he can roll through the gun. And this time, I was really because I really wanted to talk a bunch of smack. Um, I went and ordered online from Sportsman's Guide. Uh, a friend of mine said, "Hey, dude, you should order these. These are going to be great." Uh, uh, he he worked there at the time, and it was it was nines great. Nines so, designed for clay. Nines designed for sporting clay. So they were quick. But they had nine shot in it, and I think they were a Fiocchi or something like that. Yeah. And uh, beautiful rounds. And it, it, I didn't miss. I mean, I hardly – and just that whole after – he's like, what is going on? He's he's looking at the gun, and it's ramming, which is uh, – I call um, – let me back up a second. But the, the gun, uh, we mentioned I had a Winchester 20-gauge. Uh, well, I fell in love with the 20-gauge kind of style. It was lighter. It was better. And I had I happened upon a a gun uh, from a friend of ours or a coworker who didn't want them anymore. It was kind of an estate thing. Their their father, or uncle, brother, whatever had uh, had passed and had left them to them. They wanted nothing to do with them. So I brought I I got it. And the two guns that we shoot the most now are those. Uh, I got a pair of eight seventies out of that. Which he constantly reminds me that he got my favorite gun. Uh, well, I had to fix it for you too. You know, you won't shoot anything oh, I don't Jesus. fix. You know, no. make better. Um, but uh, there's there's also a, true uh, by the way. <laughs> uh, so what happened to be, and it just happened to strike me square, is a, a Remington 870 Express in 20 gauge wound up being my favorite gun with this load in it with nines uh sport nines uh in it and it's my in a skeet choke uh so i don't miss there's not there's it's very rare if i'm if i've been shooting for a little bit you get me going and it's very rare uh no matter how you throw it out of the the trap so it was uh we it spent was a long the, day is what it was he spent the morning going what is going on <laughs> Well, I'm not terrible with it. But. No, you're not. Um, but I had a vest and a pad and nines, which are softer when they come and out. And I again. had none of that. You had none of that, yeah. Um, so it was it was a rough day for him. Now, he finally, he's like, what are you doing? I finally took pity on him, and I showed him the rounds. He goes, nines! So um, the secret is out now. Uh, but it was just a thoroughly enjoyable way to shoot, um, especially if... If you have something that you can shoot for hours, I mentioned um, one of our very first casts that my idea of shooting is going out and just running shells through the gun. That's we kind call of it true. freestyle, right? Um, that's my favorite way. To, I and I want to shoot every gun I have when I go, out, or, or five or six or whatever of my favorites, or three of my favorites. I've got a which is hysterical, and it's it's what I call my jokingly call my carbine one of my favorites to shoot skeet with is a bolt action <laughs> which is ridiculous it's with a with you a can't shoot doubles with a bolt you can't okay you can't you, you can't work singles. it fast enough but so it's not really skeet it's still freestyle it is and but he just laughs every i'm, I'm gonna grab the i'm gonna grab the bolt action and just load it up just so i have to shoot something with a full choke just to 
even stay close, you know, because otherwise he claims I'm taking unfair advantage of him. Uh huh. Yeah, that's 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 totally what we have to do. Uh, let's let's uh, throw a little safety in there because we did games real quick. Yep. Um, you know, we we tease about laughing and and doing all of this and having a great time, but you can do all of that and still be quite safe and be very conscious of of gun safety. So. Uh, not an advertisement for safety doesn't mean you can't have fun, but you do need to think about things before you do them. Uh, that's normally about all we do. We think about it, make sure that everybody is in a safe position, uh, that everything is pointed in safe directions and, and there's plenty of room. Um, and, and, you know, gun safety, gun position, keeping a gun unloaded when you're moving it and, and carrying it, all important things. And, and uh, just, don't don't have so much fun that you lose common sense. You know, also we never take any uh any kind of liquor with us. Uh it's all just sodas and water. So uh uh and and clean up your brass. Uh there's nothing worse than than uh, if if I have a if I'm a property owner and I allow somebody to shoot out there and I go back out there and all I find is is empty shells and shell casings. Um God, that that's a mess, and nobody likes to clean that up. Doesn't take anything. You're you're shooting, you know, three to five rounds at a whack, and uh, before the next guy gets up or or takes the position, just just pick up your brass. That's all. Yeah, we uh, even as much as we shoot, and we'll go through you know four to eight boxes a piece uh, on a long day uh, of shells. That's a lot, especially when they've when they've been shot. They kind of uh, you know they expand a little bit and everything. So. Um, we normally bring a big bag or a, a bucket uh, to put the empties in, uh, just to just to, to be polite, you know. Um, in fact, we didn't know it, but uh, that was one of the prerequisites, you know, for for some of the times we'd go out there and shoot. They actually had somebody who go and check, and uh, we came back, and you know, you'd never know they were there, and we were invited back every time. So uh, it does make a difference, and it's. It's so much fun. It really is. I was really not enthused about uh, uh, shooting before uh, we really got into two shotguns, but man, it was. It is just the most enjoyable way I can think to spend a morning. It's instant confirmation. I think that's part of what makes it fun too. You don't have to look at a target. Uh, you're you're not pulling something back on a on a long line to to see where your your rounds landed. Uh, it it just smokes them. And, yeah. Uh, oh no, it's so good. Unless you can paint them green, which I'm working on, uh, it just uh, it just instant confirmation, uh, just a huge amount of fun. Whether you're taking somebody who's very comfortable with a shotgun, or whether you're taking somebody where it's going to take a little more time, a young lady, a young man, uh, a wife. Uh, there, we we've got some things to talk about later on uh, with all of that. Uh, but when you take them out there and they find out that, you know, there's no pressure, it doesn't really matter. Um, you're just having a good time with it. They tend to enjoy it. Yeah. And you can watch a shooter relax too. Uh, oh, that's when fun. they're in an environment and, and everything where it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's not, uh, and that's one of the biggest things with us. We hate being rushed and hate being, you know, regimented and all that. And it's not that we hate being safe. It's just that we hate being, you know, felt, feeling like we're not on our own time when we're doing something that we enjoy. Uh, so it's really, you can watch people, whether they're good at it. I mean, even when we took Scott out, he, he really didn't enjoy shooting the shotgun, but he enjoyed being out there. 
um, he it was you could watch him his shoulders kind of come down and relax and well let me try that gun you know I'll miss with that one for a while uh, so again Clint had this this one place that I did not it's not on the website he didn't show you that but it was a creek and uh, I still got pictures of it I will I'll put it on there. The, the the creek wound around you could hear it bubble over some rocks and we were shooting against a a face a large kind of bluff bluff kind of thing and it very much reminded me of of home i grew up uh, uh near the mississippi river and and uh, had had spent a lot of time on those bluffs and uh sean noticed for the first time i think uh he said you just relaxed and i went yeah it's just like home um you know it just your shoulders drop and the minute that happens your your accuracy picks up too by the way so uh you, you can't shoot really well when you're tense and and working at it unless you're at a much different level than we are we don't shoot competition yeah uh so the minute we relax we get a little more comfortable and and uh, for instinctive shooting uh it goes a little quicker a little better absolutely absolutely and so does by the way just go out and shoot familiarity with your gun how it feels how it how it looks the sight picture the all that stuff does make a difference now no sight picture on a shotgun um yeah well i'm saying guns in general um there's there's there it does make a difference um especially if you know what it should feel like what it should handle like all that kind of thing so uh familiarity is one of those things that'll uh the more you shoot it the better on better comfortable or better 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 comfortable there's that's that's the college i paid for yeah that's art school um so, would you believe I have two PhDs, too? I do believe that, because <laughs> I've seen him. I made him show them to me, but he does have them. Uh, so, it, it's, it does make a difference. Go out and shoot. You know, it's fun. It really is. Uh, for me, it's shotguns. But, uh, Bonnie, you got anything else for this one? No. Uh, there is uh, uh, wheretoshoot.com, I think. Is that the name of the site? I don't know. Well, that's Hang awesome if it is. I'll have to check my notes. Why don't you speak yeah. while I'm doing it? There it is. <laughs> Where to shoot dot org. I'm sorry. Not not dot com. Where to shoot dot org uh, is a website. Uh, not only does Gil recommend it, but uh, Mr. Ash recommend it, but but so do others uh, who have podcasts on there on on shooting uh, pistols and rifles and lots of other things. I think you'll find, uh, regardless of what you're trying to shoot. Uh, a place to shoot within an hour of you, and uh, most of us are willing to invest an hour to drive, uh, just just to be able to do that. Most of the th- places that we found, of course, we do live in Texas. There's probably a little more room. Yeah, a little than, spread out here. Not like New Jersey, okay, which uh, <laughs> is a little more crowded. Uh, but but anyway, uh, we found places within twenty to to forty minutes of both of us. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, there's uh, and some really on that site high class places too. Uh, really yeah, nice. We prefer to shoot at a, at a friend's location because of what we like to do with the freestyle and and uh, finding a freestyle location is a lot more different. There, you're not going to find that on on where to shoot dot org. But uh, you'd be surprised when you start talking about it. Uh, people come out of the woodwork and uh, ask what you shoot, where you shoot, and. Oh, I've got a place, but I don't like to shoot alone. Uh, there's a lot of that. And, uh, you know, you just keep some good shooting manners and some good safety, some good gun safety, and, and you clean all of that up before 
uh, anybody pulls a trigger goes a long way. Yeah, it does. But uh, it's it's been uh, a lot of fun for us, and uh, we hope that uh, that people get more involved with it. It's it's not something that uh, that gets a lot of press right now. Uh, I think it should honestly. Uh, it's it's my favorite type of shooting. But uh, it, check it out; it's worth your time. On behalf of Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.